All I gotta do is sing for Chuck. He likes his podcast. He needs a job and wants another opportunity to make it big, to score it rich. Hire Chuck. Everybody, welcome to Chuck Yates Needs a Job, the podcast. It's the day after the crawfish boil. People are moving a little slow this morning. I know I am uh, one of those. Knock on wood, I don't think anything happened to the house and it's still standing. So we'll, uh, we'll call that a victory. As I sit here and reflect upon my podcasting career, we have, some, we have had some amazing highs. Energy Credit One, talking through the hedge fund at Tudor Prickering Holt, I think. My priest coming on and us talking about God and therapy I went through post-divorce. And now this. What is this? Why are we here? So this is a nuclear door city. Um, and that's right. a wrap. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> so as, as they all turn their eyes and wonder to me, uh, I'm GW, and I'm chief marketing officer and storyteller of Nuclear Door City. So Nuclear Door City started as a very, I believe we were all sober on spaces, uh, talking about, it was Permian actually told us a story that his landlord at one point in his life, he didn't pay his rent, so the landlord came over and took the door off and was like, you can have the front door back when you pay your rent. So he pays up, and we run with this idea of could we build a company based on the idea of if you don't pay your rent, we just take the door off. What we found, firstly, is this is an illegal gray area, and secondly, yes, it's possible, and we've done it. So here at Nuclear Door City, what we've been doing is innovating rent collection. So we've taken your basic idea of, you know, dealing with attorneys and all that and just simplified and streamlined the process with it. So at Nuclear Door City, we have three plans available. So we have the standard plan, which is more for our small-time landlords that own single-family units. Now, the way this works is in the event your tenants don't pay rent, you can set it up at intervals of if they don't pay for X amount of days, this happens. And it's a four-phase process. So phase one, the front door folds away, exposing the front of the home to elements. The second phase is the entire front facade of the home folds away, opening the entire house to the elements. Phase three is you can remotely fold the roof down, and phase four, the insulation gets sucked into a holding bin, in which case you're in a shack by that point. Now, in our testing, we have found most people pay up after phase two because they really like having heating and air conditioning and protection from the elements. Then we have our Premier Plus plan. Now, this is for our landlords that own mid-sized cities. Now, what we allow you to do with this is upon choosing a city that you own, we install underneath the city a small nuclear warhead. And what happens is when one tenant in the city does not pay their rent, the device detonates and levels the city. Now, this is unfortunate because you do lose rental income and you do lose the city off the balance sheet because it's been leveled. But what you gain is the fact that for so long as you and the rest of your tenants live, you will never have another missed rent payment because everyone will think I'm next and they don't want to be next. Then with Premier Plus... I'm, yes, Premier Pro Plus, I'm sorry, which is what you would qualify for, Chuck. You do have to have an American, American Express Platinum or above, though, by the way. Now, this is subject to board approval for our clients that have been with us for a long time, but we can essentially source and install an infinite number of nuclear devices under any city you own of your choosing. And we've done the legal footwork on this. You're not violating any international treaties or laws or it's not technically a war crime type deal. Um, we've done the footwork for it. We source them from Afghanistan, North Korea. Where else, Eli? Not, not Afghanistan. Uh, Iran, North Korea. The, the Russians tend to be our, our best, uh, most reliable yes. and cheapest source. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes there's a, a rogue U.S. general as well who will hook us up. Now, those are the real high-quality ones, and they're the most expensive because the, the pricing for this depends on availability and location. But Russia gives the best rates. 
I'm speechless, guys. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I figured so, much. So who actually pays you to do that? Is it the mayor of the city? Oh, no, no, no. Um, it's it's If you own enough places in one location, then we define that as like it's a mid-sized city. So you as a landlord say, I need your help with rent collection, and then you give us a, a lot of money and we do the work. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, you have to have a certain concentration. It's a proprietary algorithm that determines if your land holdings uh, are a large enough concentration within any particular city to qualify for our plants. Yes. Like, you- I, I would say, Chuck, real quick, that uh, this group that you have uh, is diverse from each side of the United States, and we brought the best uh, to, to come and look and build and, and hopefully uh, help anyone who, who needs rent uh, collection. So uh, I'm sure you're aware that you've got a lot of different people with different backgrounds there sitting. North Carolina, I believe, is in the house. So yes, is uh, Nevada. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Eli's from New York, if I'm not mistaken. North, correct? North Carolina. Rob is oh, from North New Carolina. York. I'm from New York, yeah. Rob, Rob oh, I'm sorry. But I, I just can't. It warms and my Pasadena. heart. It's almost patriotic. In just... <laughs> Pasadena and Midland. But it just warms my heart to have a diverse group of people bring something that's really going to change the market. And that's where I think that uh, I've gotten involved is is because I thought it was worth my time and opening up the spaces and having a discussion that was bigger than us. And and we see the niche, the niche in the market, excuse me, and we want to make sure to fill it. I can really see the boost that adding 90s random consultant brought to this. (laughs) You know, when I landed in Texas the other day, he Venmoed me a hundred bucks and I was like, what's this for? And he was like, go have fun. And then when I talked to him later at the crawfish boil he pulled me aside and for the sake of his and um anonymity he um he's a great deal older than i am he was like you know man i got a wife and kids so uh, i sent you that because i want to live vicariously through you let me know if you need any more money go have some fun i was like thank you very hospitable folks those pasadenians yes i I told him i said if I'd have went out with him, I'd have spent at least that much. It was worth it. He needed some folded money. I gave him something to fold. Well, now the story behind that is, it's not even that, is that I, living in Nevada, I'm not used to humidity. So I landed here in Texas and I instantly started sweating and I was the first one in. So I was just livid trying to find some way to control the humidity. And that's when he sent me money because they all wanted me to go do something other than sit in the hotel room and play with the thermostat. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was definitely freaking out the entire time before we before we made it in uh, 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 in, in last night. Well, Friday. Have y'all ever seen Joe versus the volcano? Yeah, that that was Tom Hanks. He was G Dub on the like the. <laughs> I, I've never seen the this. trunks. So the trunks about. in the middle of the ocean. That was G Dub. He thought he was oh. lost. Oh, no, I I was lost because people were like, go do this or go here. And I had people on Twitter saying, oh, you're in Texas. Go here and there. And I was like, I don't know where I am. I don't know where I'm going. Do any of us, though? You you do know that, like, uh, Los Angeles is closer to El Paso than Beaumont, Texas is to El Paso, Texas. So you got to be a little careful with that. Oh, you're in Texas. Go here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you need to narrow it down just a bit. You know, this reminds me of a story I had. Like, so downtown Houston, I'd walk around the corner to a, a restaurant. And there was a homeless guy I'd see periodically. And he'd always say, hey, give me a little bit of money. Um, and I'd always give him, you know, some, some money every once in a while. And uh, he comes to me one day and he's like, hey, give me some money. I don't have any money. And I said, oh, man, I'm sorry. All I got's a 100. And he whips out a wad and goes, don't worry, I can make change. <laughs> and I was like, well, dude, you have money. He goes, no, that's my walking around money. I need some money for food. That, that makes no sense. Walking around money. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? I need walking I mean, around money. I always get walking around money. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say, you know, as the, as the, the SVP of inner office events, you know, I, I, I'm I'm really just I'm just really here to make sure that we you know we all come together in a in a uh, a fun and fashionable way whenever we do so you know that that's what I'm here to do is provide uh, uh, provide support even though um you know I've been called a boomer three times this morning <laughs> by Goldman who I'm barely older than this is true I was about to say I, I'm technically not Boomer. I think I'm Generation X because right, Boomer goes to 65. I was born mm-hmm. in 68. Mm. So. Yeah. All right. 
Take that, flat, frack slap. <laughs> <laughs> He's the short guy with the beard, I may say, right? Exactly. Yeah, he was really nice to me. You know, I had so many people, I, I assume coming to Texas, I'd be, I'd be seeing a lot of big cowboys. And it was funny, I'd walk up to your house and all these men, I'm having to look down at them go, oh, hello, I'm G.W. <laughs> yeah, I was telling them earlier, there was, there was a lot of short guys with ginger beards yesterday, <laughs> like, that I was trying to remember which one was which, basically, last night if I left the party. Hey, shots <laughs> fired, Chuck, shots <laughs> fired right there. There's some people up in Oklahoma that are going to be talking about that comment. I also talking or aren't they more of the screaming type? <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's if they make it to this point in the podcast. They might have turned it off by now. <laughs> no, he, he listens Rob to the whole thing, and he loves it, especially if you bring his name up. I, I'll have to say one of the most amusing people yesterday, Chuck, I think that we all met, was Kitty. Shell oh, Kitty yeah. is who he says he is, and, and gosh darn it, I want to party with him again. He is loud, wild, and, and all about having a good time. A non-lives so. matter at the Chuck Yates Needs a Job podcast, so I have no mm-hmm. comment in terms of whether <laughs> Kitty was there, who he or she is, so... So whoever he or she is was on a Twitter spaces after the party. Just Oh, yeah. He was screaming about just it. screaming. Or it was screaming it. about it. it was, <laughs> yeah. They, 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 them. They, I did not get a them. chance to meet them. They were pointed out to me. But at that point, I was like on the four and a half margarita point. So I was just sitting there having a great time. We, we could almost make this into a crawfish wrap party uh, podcast, Chuck. But I, I'm telling you, yesterday, hit it out of the park. I think that people, uh, when they finally did notice that we were all wearing the same T-shirts, were amazed. Uh, there were a, a couple of guys uh, that were on the other side of the house. You know, there were two groups, Chuck, and after a while, we finally merged together between the two bars. Uh, I have to admit, uh, it, it was awesome. And like they said, I, I kind of cross-pollinated and found a couple of people. G-Dub remembers this story. Ooh. I had a couple of people. <laughs> <G-Dub> <laughs> heroes. In what room? <laughs> I'm going to have to get the carpet cleaned anyway. So. <laughs> not, not that kind of cross <laughs> Oh, Lord. You see, when, when you try to talk like BRV, it gets in your head, and then you try to use ideas that don't make any sense. But anyway, so we had brought a couple of guys over that wanted to meet uh, G-Dub. And, I mean, they literally came over and, and were just blown away. I was blown away at how much they wanted to meet him. It was crazy. Like, Twitter Spaces has definitely made quite a few people – uh, kind of celebrities, I guess, on their voices and stuff. Mm-hmm. And as the lawyer, I think a lot of people, as my that? lawyer, as my lawyer requested me to say, I was but a venue host. That was Digital Wildcatters. I procured no alcohol. I distributed no alcohol. <laughs> it had nothing to do with me. No, Go ahead, keep going. We, we brought our own shiner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'll have to say, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to BSB because he's been on the podcast before, and and he was just cool as hell. Cool as hell, man. A lot of the guys that, that were there, might have been there, were awesome. Bomber, Bomber's very cool. It was funny. So I went out this morning to to bring my cars inside the gate, and I noticed there was a trail of about seven crawdads, and it looked like they were trying to escape. <laughs> 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 they, like, died out in the desert in the middle of the street sitting there. And, uh, it wasn't kinda... that hot to fry them on the sidewalk yesterday. Have, have we had a report of botulism yet? Because, I mean, those... Crawfish were in my driveway for like seven days, I think. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this. What are the <laughs> symptoms of botulism? It's it's kind of like what that justice said about pornography. You know it when you see it. We, <laughs> you, you, you know it if you have it. Okay. Yes. I mean, I've been feeling a little funny since I ate those crawfish, but I didn't know if it was just me. Yes. I, I, you did some I actually have some of the crawfish here at my so. house, uh, Chuck, so... Uh, just to let you know, I'm still eating the crawfish. I'm, I'm actually going to make it to pay today with them. Ah, there you go. There you go. Very cool. So <clears throat> I remember when I was on a spaces call one time with you guys and y'all were going through this. And I must say now that, I don't know, we've done 30 minutes of a podcast, an hour of a spaces call, I still have no idea what the fuck this is. But, <laughs> so, but hold on. Y'all were discussing the rights, the NFT rights, as I recall, to, uh, <laughs> to this. And I think y'all were banning about $2 million. Have we uh, made any progress on the $2 uh, million in NFT? Well, we, we I, I think the NFT project may be on pause. Uh, I, I just, that market seems like it has a lot of money laundering. And I, we need to check with our GC before we do anything uh, in the NFT space. But we do have a, a Nuclear Door City coin, a Nukes coin that has been coded. It is currently running on a test network. Um, 
So we are beta testing that. Uh, that was another by popular demand. You know, I've, I, we, we've had people on Spaces say, I want to code you a coin. We had someone say, I want to redo your website because, you know, it was just mm-hmm. a website I threw up in three hours. We've had people say, I want to help you design T-shirts. Like we, we just have people that want to be a part of this. And, and you know, neither you or I can, I, I, maybe you are. I'm not the arbiter of the, the marketplace of ideas. I'm not. This was some Obviously. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this was no some, one was saying you were. This is the, this is the best shot, man. I think, this I think is, we've concluded that with some certainty. This is, but I, well, look at what's going on. We've got, can I say cum rocket? Can I say that? <laughs> that I mean, like you did. How, what's cum rocket worth these days? What is cum rocket? What is this deli in New Jersey worth these days? People are latching on to this crazy shit. Clearly, none of us control the marketplace Blame of that. ideas. And if, if people really you know, gathered around this and took to this in the way that they have. Who am I to say that, you know, we're, there's somewhere that we're all going to go together. And, and, and I don't know where that is. And I don't think anyone else knows where that is. But there's just too many people that really want to see this move forward and become something. And, and that have invested it and just want to be a part of it for me to say, this is dumb. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. The best part about this podcast is, Permian was demanding that we uh, distort his voice or her mm. voice mm-hmm. so that no one knows who it is. Did they hang up? I'm still here. I don't know why he isn't. But, uh, uh, he, he might be, yeah. uh, for the first time in his life, pissing without his mic being on. Honestly. This is quite a long piss if he is. Have you heard him go? I mean, <laughs> he was on at the very, very beginning. I don't know where where he went. No, no, I'm here. I just didn't want to talk over G Dub. Oh, okay, he is here. <laughs> Thank you. Hold on, like when you say that, you have to go. I don't want to. You can distort your voice on your own. <laughs> I I thought he distorts his voice already. That's why I thought he sounds that way. Is, is that your real voice? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've heard your real piss a lot. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we yeah. I mean, I, I can attest, it is his real voice because I drunkenly called him yesterday and was like, yo, man, listen to this. And, you know, it was the same voice on Spaces was the same voice that answered the phone. That doesn't mean he could, he could have done both. He could just Well, he puts that on. Kleenex mm. over the phone. He puts that Kleenex over the phone when he calls. Oh, yeah. That's why it has kind of like a raspiness. No, yeah, I'm like getting so uncomfortable. We've had cross pollination. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting out Kleenex. Kleenex. <laughs> don't, don't forget what, about What are you doing, rockets? 90s? And cum rockets, exactly. Oh, Chuck, you should have been on I'm the so spaces sorry, I joined last night. Because, of course, you know, these days when I get on Twitter, I just open my, my DMs. And it's like, join my space. You know, the I'm so-and-so, please add me. Like, it, it's insane how many people try and interact with me now. Because I started my Twitter just shitposting about the stock market. And now people actually want to talk to me. I was horrified. Well, I but think that was... In, sorry to cut you off. I think that was pretty much all of our Eli. origin... That was pretty much all of our origin on Twitter was yes. just shit posting about the stock market, except for Mr. Ethan. But but yeah. this is like the yeah. ultimate Nuclear Door well, City is almost like the ultimate shit post. Yes. Yeah. It yeah, that's really, exactly yes. What it is. I mean, and it wasn't even a shit post. This was a discussion a in shit. spaces, and it's this thing that has taken on a life of its own that's bigger than any of us. Yes. Now where I was going with this, because this is gonna make Chuck real uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> and it's really funny. <laughs> the, there were talks and Permian was in on this. I forget who else. There were some of the Canadian oil men because I found Canadians have a weird fascination with me. Like they've requested to shower with me multiple times. They want to know where I live and sleep on my couch. I was like, yeah, no, we're, we're not going here. Uh, they want to start a like breeding program with me and sell my um, sell my bodily fluids for a profit. We and it can was the- cut this out, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't want any part of this. They just kept going with it. And then I was Who like, am I to bad. judge the market of ideas? <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, the scariest part is the Canadians about 12 to like 4 a.m. are, are just wild. Yes. They're wild. Yeah, they're, oh, yeah. They, this they, is going on in spaces? Yes. Yeah, it's oh, like, yeah. Trump, I mean, I'll send you, I'll send I, you an invite It gets dirty. I, um, I've, got to, I've got to change the name of my spaces to like spaces after dark, you know, not yeah, safe for work. Um, I, I I will host them on like a Thursday night and then drink from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. just talking about whatever, and that's like a weekly occurrence. And then also Friday and Saturday sometimes. So that it's a it's become a real big thing. 
Yeah, I, on the other hand, can be found at spaces after I get off of work because I hate my job. So I get home, I book it from the parking garage into my apartment, and I'm on spaces until I go to bed. Hey, hey, G-Dubs, do you know the name of this podcast? I need a job too, Chuck. I'll work for you. But this is not about you. He doesn't doesn't have a job, though. No, no, even though he's unemployed, I'm saying he hires me. It hasn't happened. It hasn't helped much doing the podcast. Just in case anyone... (laughs) The really self, hasn't. the self how do you say that? Emulation. Yes, we're gonna edit that. The self emulation that happens uh, every day here at uh, Chuck Gates' job not really helping on the job front. <laughs> so be careful. I mean, I had um, an unspecified Texas oil man reach out to me. He was like, "I'll hire you for what you're making now," and I was like, "All right, deal. I'll do it remotely." And he was like, "No, no, no. You got to come to Midland, Texas." And I was like, "No." It's <laughs> like I'm not leaving Nevada. He's a, he's a big, big fan of Las Vegas. He's not not the type of person you would imagine to love Las Vegas, but... So how do we have yeah. an EFT person in Vegas? Well, I'm not even so EFT. We are just regular this fin, is twit. fin This twit. is the, the, uh, or, the origin so, story yeah. is that we met Mr. Permian through Twitter spaces. He would always join them when he was a little inebriated. And a we would little, just talk to... Mm. We would just, uh, you know, shoot the shit for quite a few hours Mr. Uh, or frequently. Mrs. Mr. or Mrs. Permian, Sorry. by the way. Sorry. We're not, we're not trying to dox. Exactly. Yeah. And um, so he was sort of our way into the EFT group. Oh, yes. So, okay, so the, man, the man who, you know, he, he was part of this. He was the, on the board, and, and he was part of the, the genesis and the formation of this idea. He's the one who reached out to you, Chuck, and said, I want to go on the podcast with the rest of the board. He's the one who said, y'all should fly in, come to the crawfish boil, and, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, come on the podcast, and uh, we flew in from North Carolina and New York and uh, Vegas, and he had to come from mid. He or she had to come from Midland, and they bailed. And they, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't don't worry. I, I've already uh, informed everyone. I'm putting my PI on the case of finding them now because I'm real salted. They didn't come to see me. Why I came that's, here. That's a little that, much. Th- that's the other amazing part, Chuck, is that spaces, you know, there are a lot of us still don't have the right. Are we getting to, to the first open. amazing part yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I have this bad problem. I'm sorry. You'll have to excuse me. Consultant I a beer yesterday. But uh, no, one of the cool things is, is that spaces doesn't have, cool or uncool, doesn't give rights to everybody yet. So some of the people that are involved with this have rights and some of them don't. And so part of that is it kind of, it funnels you into the into these spaces where if you're looking for some entertainment or to have a discussion, you get thrown in with people that you either follow or are you know connected to, mm-hmm. and and that's what has kind of grown this this hive mind up uh, and this idea uh, and fun really because it's I'm sure like they'll tell you we'll, we'll sit there and talk like it's almost like being in high school or, or in some sort of frat for uh, yeah. For college, it's just you just start talking about crazy stuff. And like I said, it gets crazier at, at, after midnight. It, it does. I think my thirteen-year-old uh, probably would have dismissed Nuclear City by this point. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure this is really high school level stuff. But hey, I get you. I feel like we're all going to grab hands and start singing Kumbaya any moment. That was very, <laughs> that was very heartwarming. Nineties. Heartwarming. Heartwarming. Did I say heartwarming? You did. I think I did. You did. As long as it's not heartworms or something like that. Yes, that's a problem. Heartwarming. That's what you get from the crawfish, heartworms. You've you've got my problem, and and you know that's you make me always laugh now when someone can't say anything on a podcast and it's like, oh, you're pulling a a nineties. Yeah. My mom, I'll never live that one down. My mom periodically is always like, will you play the first three minutes? I want to hear that 90s guy again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I met your mom last yesterday, Chuck. Her her and your dad are just uh, amazing. Your, your father is amazing. They are. I'm amazing. I was, I was very, I'm very blessed uh, to have my parents. It was funny, though, because I throw a, a, a Christmas Eve Eve party every year. And usually my mom will sit at the door and greet everybody that comes in to say hi, you know, and uh, all that. And she was going, well, we want to come to the crawfish bowl. And I'm like, mom, I have no idea who's coming, you know, (laughs) and they're going to be these folks on Twitter that I don't even know their name. And she's like, like what? And I'm like, well, like a a kitty. (laughs) (laughs) And then like and then, you know. HH and this and that. So anyway, uh, she was like, no, I'll be good. So 
It was fun. One of, the, one of the coolest things, real quick, Chuck, was standing there, and this guy comes walking up, and I was fixing to say, hey, what's up, Chuck? And it wasn't you. <laughs> it was your brother. Yeah. Like, it's remarkable how much I've, you look alike. I felt like, bad. Well, I, I, I gave Chuck a bit of a spook when I met him yesterday because I was carrying around a ladle at the crawfish boil because I'm out to find Kenny Lay to beat him with a ladle. And so I asked Chuck, I was like, you know who Kenny is? Where is he? I'm going to beat the shit out of him with a ladle. And Chuck looks at me and he goes, my my brother? And I was like, no, 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 not your brother. He thought I was like actively trying to beat the shit out of his brother. I, I was like, no. I, I'm... I'm just saying my brother Kenny might have liked it. I wasn't judging. <laughs> we, don't, we don't judge here on the uh, Chuck Job podcast. I just, you know, I was hoping we were going to do that behind the house. Maybe oh. not out in front. Now, was Lay actually at the... He says he was, and he, he says he's planning to meet me at George Bush today for Margarita. Um, and this is if I can get my ladle through security. I think you can. I think I, we're going to try. We're going to find out. We're going to try. Uh, he, he was he he was posting some uh, inflammatory tweets after yes. the event because, were, uh, because he was Goldman was not able to locate him. Yes. Oh, so, I missed all those. Yeah. He, he was. Okay. He made a he made a whole uh, gif about it. Yeah. He there were many gifs uh, using the Wolf of Wall Street movie because the events of him leaving the country club into his Ferrari may or may not have been very similar to what I did yesterday. But <laughs> I did not I did not drive. I was in an Uber. Getting me into it was the trick, though. Yeah, that Uber ride was something else with you yesterday. But anyway. I still feel bad. Even though I, I don't remember I, it, I feel bad. Hey, that's something else that's amazing to me. The amount of people that were at the party, Chuck, and there are still people who were probably there. Uh, Landman Dad, as you all know, I've got a... A love affair with him. Uh, oh, things that we go back and forth on Twitter with, and, and one of the things is he said, "Hey, it was really nice meeting you. Uh, you know, you were really nice to everyone." And I was like, "When when did I meet you?" He was like, "Don't worry, you know, just know <laughs> that you were, you know, considerate, kind, and everything to everyone that you met. You know, you weren't you know, pompous ass or something." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he he kind of texted me. I was like, "Dude, why didn't you tell me?" He's like, "No, no, I, I didn't want you to know, and I don't want people to know who I am." Hell, more drilling was supposed was uh, supposedly there. I could have swore I heard his voice, and I didn't go over to him. Oh, more drilling? Uh, so no, more. Yeah. Oh, okay. M O A R. More drilling. More drilling was there. I heard his voice in the distance, and I never went over there to say, "Are you more drilling?" And, and I kind of wish I did. There's a lot of people that uh, that showed up, Chuck. And, yeah. and I'm sure Kenny was mm-hmm. was sneaking around. I have no doubt in my mind. I know there Kenny were a Lay couple there. other Anons who were were sneaking around and giving out fake backstories. QDC. Were, hey, now QDC didn't really come in, right? He, there there were rumors that he. There, there were rumors. He, there was he was saying he was tweeting some stuff that only someone who was there would know, or somebody told him who went. But he was. He was yeah, tweeting he said some he was stuff. there. Really? So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So QDC. Claims that we're friends. I hope I'm not violating anything, QDC. But uh, he claims we're friends. Yes, exactly. Well, and I, I'm saying he just as the generic he because I truly don't know who QDC is. But uh, it was really funny because one time we were going back and forth in the DMs and uh, and he was saying we are friends, Chuck, and I just can't you know reveal myself to you. I can't dox, and I was like. Going, well, if we really are friends, you know, I don't really care and I'll keep the secret and all that. And he thought what I was saying was, we're not really friends. We don't know each other. So maybe he had one too many cocktails. But anyway, he uh, he uh, direct messages me back. Here's your cell phone, bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll go. I'll go clear. Uh, I'll go clear uh, with uh, QDC if he'll let me in and let me use that story and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, so what else happened at the uh, now that we're doing our recap of the crawfish boil? I think my my high point and uh, Deal Sleds uh, tweeted <laughs> it out. I don't want to like know both. I don't want to know your real name and your Twitter handle. Just tell yeah. me which one you want me to know, and that's what I'll know. Just because I don't want to dox anyone mm-hmm. m- mistakenly and all that. And so Deal sitting there, and he said, "Hey, Chuck, I'm you know X Y Z or Bob or John or you know." Robert or whatever. And I said, Hey, great. Nice to meet you. And he goes, I'm, I'm deal sleds on Twitter. And I was like, well, I don't want to know both of these. And since I just forgot your real name, I'll just go ahead with the Twitter name going forward. <laughs> that, that's actually what Chuck told yeah, me. You did say the same thing to us. Yeah. We got there, yeah. <laughs> well, and but it's easier. It makes sense. It's easy. Yeah. Um, it was, it was funny. And I told this on 
so he'll allow me to say it, is Bomber had called me with his or her real name. And we had talked business, and he needed a referral somewhere, done that, he or she. And anyway, he or she was going from Houston to San Antonio. And that road, like literally right over there, that's Highway 90, and that is Main Street in Houston, if you just take it all, all the way. And that's the old Houston to San Antonio road, because mm-hmm. before LBJ came in and put in the freeway system, you kind of went town to town and you drove through all the small towns, right? So I said, look, it's 10 minutes out of your way, but you're heading to San Antonio, just come by and, and we'll have uh, lunch. So he comes to Richmond, we go have lunch in the middle of the conversation. I was like, oh, you're bomber. I totally <laughs> forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, Chuck, dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, Permian, so give us your crawfish uh, story. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Next. Don't worry, we'll edit that question out. He doesn't need Does Permian have anything he wants to add about our uh, business? He's the only sane one. No, I'm not going to say anything about that dumb shit. (laughs) The the one who convinced you to have us on, and then he was telling me you were going to grill us and try and get really deep. And I'm a little—I was like ready. I was ready for you to. Other than saying this is stupid, my middle schooler hates it. You know, I was ready for some actual (laughs) grilling. I'm not sure how much deeper we can go. (laughs) See, I—I listened to your podcast ahead of time, Chuck, because I was like, all right. So I've heard this guy worked in private equity. He's now unemployed. I'm going to this man's house. It's like, all right, I'm going to do some research. I listened to the podcast, and I was telling the guys, I was like, damn. I was like, guys, i got to do some research on this. He, he's going to ask us some, like, hard-hitting questions. Well, and if- then they were like, do you know what the hell you're talking about? I was like, no. <laughs> and now I'm here, and, yeah, I've not well, been asked any hard-hitting questions. The harder-hitting questions would apply if we had anything hard to discuss. <laughs> I, I, I mean, we have a total of, like, $36 on the balance sheet because Eli buys so many domains. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all of our and so our assets include uh, t-shirts, business cards. I'm the, I'm the chief financial officer. Yeah. Okay. Um. So our oh, assets wait, include no. t-shirts. I got, I got given a cigar that can go on the balance sheet. You got a cigar to yeah. yesterday. <laughs> don't, don't we have to have revenue to have well, a yeah. CFO? Well, <laughs> okay, <laughs> but but he, I mean, so I don't I don't know how, yeah, specifically about the energy complex, how crazy and and nuts and out of control things have gotten. But I, I'll say in in you know the bigger financial world between some of these cryptos and some of these OTC companies and, and a lot of, a lot of the things that are happening are are no more or less fraudulent or real or fake or what have you than we we're just as real as a lot of stuff being traded on the open market yes. right now. Like my mom used to say when I was a kid, just if your friend jumped off a bridge, would you do it too? <laughs> yes. Well, yes, I would. There, there are plenty of investors jumping off bridges right now. So <laughs> we, we just want to tie the rock to them. <laughs> we want in on that. Diamond hands, diamond hands. We have a couple hundred people who have been part of, you know, contributing some sort of idea here and mm-hmm. there, and and we're we are actually moving forward and in, in, in growing this as a community and continuing to listen to ideas and figure out what we're going to do. And if everyone wants to be a part of this as stupid as it sounds to you it seems like what what no, is to stop this just, from becoming this something at some point it's like what it's is like to a, stop this from actually becoming something it's i mean it's wh- how name a better way to actually get a, a community together than just something random like this than like a, yeah. a just a literal yeah. meme company yeah i mean we are <laughs> well, a meme think, company I mean, I mean, memes, you, you memes make really money great. these days. I think. Yeah, uh, Sue me. Memes make money these days. It's it's a fact. See, this is what I mean. He'll cut you off. Permian's still trying to go here. Okay, go ahead, Permian. I can't. My... No, I think I think Eli said it really great that uh, you know there's a lot of businesses that turn into a joke. So why can't this joke turn into uh, something real? Mm-hmm. Ah, all and right. That was my point. Is that we have all of, and I'm sorry, Permian. My headphones cut out for a second there. I couldn't hear you. But but we have. He's holding up a sign that says, "Don't let that ass talk again." <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. No, but but we have a lot of people that, for whatever reason, they felt attracted to this. They mm-hmm. felt, and and like I said, they're they're investing time and ideas and and um, you know building stuff for us and trying to contribute their thoughts and and somewhere along the way. I, I don't think we're going to end up, and I hate to burst the bubble, uh, but I don't think we're going to be burying nuclear devices under mid-sized cities. No. Um, you can't say that now. 
Well, <laughs> we're, we're far enough into the podcast that the FBI's already turned it off. Yeah, we, uh, I mean, we—I mean, you just crushed some North Korean generals' dreams. I, our, our our fake stock price is down eighty percent. Eighty percent. Yeah. <laughs> but but I I you, I I'm I have never seen any idea that's just come out of the hive mind that gets so much interest and, and such a strong reception and, and positive reception from so many people. And, and it's incredible uh, just that people just want to talk about it and they want to be a part of it and they want to do mm-hmm. things for it. And, and I'm, I've been really humbled by it, to be honest. I, you know, I was a small part of creating it. I, I kind of fell ass backwards into when I bought the domain as a joke and then it and it just the joke kept going and said now we need a website so I kind of fell ass backwards into reading uh leading this this merry band of morons and uh but 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 people want to be a part I uh, who I'm not going to say no to people who want to be a part of this and I I have never seen a reception like this, and and I'm convinced that it will one day be something. Yeah, you know, and I I have to actually agree with that. Like, I I started joining in on this just for fun, and then I had people coming up to me, like actual oil men that are worth a lot of money going... Oh yeah, you're you're the NDC guy, and I was like, yeah, I, I'm GW. And he's like, man, I spent so much time on your company. He's like, I still don't know what the hell it is. He's like, I spent like an hour on your website. He's like, when I finally realized there's no way I can figure out what this is, I just kept closing tab after tab after tab. And you know, I don't, I never got the gentleman's name, but it was shocking that people are actually spending so much time on this. But I'm also, you know, humbled by it that they're getting involved with this. Chuck, have you been to our website? I have not yet. Oh, you need to. Oh. It's magical. You know, you know the funniest thing is is that this whole thing kind of happened so organically. It's so weird. Like I remember all of us just communicating with each other. What was it? Like a Saturday afternoon or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And it it literally over 3 hours pretty much on a Saturday afternoon like the website came together and we all talked about all the ideas that went mm-hmm. into everything that was there. And it was it was such a fun experience even though we all, you know, we all, you know, knew in, in a way, yes, it's a meme, it's a joke, but at the same time, all of us coming together to do it was really the, the part about it that was so special, yes. you know, was that was the thing, was how organic and how how everybody just was being a part of it was just there, you know, we all had fun doing it. Mm-hmm. And that, that experience alone was really more fun than everything else that's even going on past that, really, as it becomes bigger than us, you know? Yeah. It's not about what happens. It's about the friends you make along the way. Yes, exactly. that is exactly. correct. And I have to say, at Chuck's party, now, for those of you that have seen my Twitter, I'm always joking about how lonely and single I am. Surprisingly, being part of NDC, I got a lot of phone numbers, a lot of business cards, and then I checked my phone this morning. There are a lot of people who I texted. I don't remember your name, and I'm sorry. But lovely discussions all the way around. There was hardly a moment I did not have a woman on my arm at Chuck's party. It was great. <laughs> that might be an exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's right. I'm sorry. 90s was on my arm at some point as well. <laughs> well, I will just say I will check my snark at the door. I'm very, I've been very remiss in terms of saying I don't get it. I felt the love right there, and that was very beautiful. <laughs> yes. Now I'm going to go work on my Oscar acceptance speech for Booty Call when it's nominated next year. <laughs> what is that? Is that? I have no idea. No, you're, you're working on it. Still? Dude, it's a nuclear door thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nuclear just happened doors. organically. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Nuclear door want. city's booty call of the year award. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. We can get into film production. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm actually getting. I had a gentleman reach out to me in Spaces last night. He's like, "Can I get some photos of you? I'm doing a spoof of a movie, and you're one of the characters." And I was like, what? I don't and think that's a compliment, but keep going. No, no. Like, I looked at it. The guy, he was like, I love you. I love what you do. He Take a look at some of this stuff. So I go to his Twitter. I'm scrolling through it. Apparently, in his free time, he spoofs movies. And he's decided to take on Fintwit. Was this Little Gully? Yes, Gully. Yes. In fact, oh, no. I, would, I would say this is the most anticipated podcast since Little Gully came on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was, two, two episodes ago. He really did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was so impressed with it. So, like, this man's going to get lots of photos of me because I love what he was doing. It's like, yeah, here, take me, dox me. Let's see where this goes. 
So, <laughs> so is Little Dolly and production. NBC spoof? Is is that what's happening? I, do, I don't or is know. It a crawfish spoof? He he told me I'm I'm in it, and I looked at it. There are multiple Fintwick characters, but I don't know exactly. But it, we are entering film production, basically. So, so we so, need that on the balance sheet, Rob. Yeah, well, <laughs> Little Dolly is spoofing <laughs> NBC. You know how many people asked to buy a T-shirt from me yesterday? Oh, I know. And how are you saying this isn't real? No. Saying it's real, I'm just being a little snarky. That's right. it. Which is understandable. Understandable. Yeah. Background He's is... a cautious investor. Yeah. <laughs> He's an investor now. What, what plan do you want, Chuck? Prominent businessman, Chuck yeah. Yates. Yes. yes. You're not. You're not used to investing in pre-revenue <laughs> startups. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Early stage what assets aren't my thing. you to describe yourself, Chuck? A prospective investor, a cautious investor. What, what's what's the word that? Did you describe yourself? Tell us. I think How these do we days get you I'm, on board? I think, I think these days I'm broke dick investor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any Shut money, guys. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I will put our logo on a, on like a Hot Wheels car and roll it down a hill <laughs> and take a video of it. And we can be there, just as real as a NASDAQ company. Yes. That is so funny. All hat, no cattle. That's exactly. got no bullets. Exactly. Always has been, always will be. So one thing we do... On Chuck Yates needs a job. The podcast. Um, what I started doing, I don't know, eight or nine episodes back, and '90s. I don't think you've done this um, when you came on because we started after this. But I yeah. make everybody do a playlist. So what we're gonna do is oh. we're gonna go, we're gonna go around the room, one or two songs. Why are they on the list? What do they mean to you? All the phones have come out. <laughs> Everybody's searching. So. 90s, 90s. You're gonna have to start oh, no. since uh, I'll, I'll, everyone's panicking here. Well, and that and that's the reason they bring me on board because uh, I'll uh, I'll be the wingman. I'll, I'll make it happen. Uh, my my two songs are. Uh, I've got to go back to high school, but uh, Foo Fighters, Everlong, Ooh, that's and a good one. Uh, Counting Crows, uh, Ranking. That's that's really mine. Gotcha. Are, are we doing like all time or just like current? You can take it wherever you want to take it. Okay. Um, like one one guest came on and actually uh, said this song's on the playlist because this is what helped get me through my parents' divorce. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. we've had that. Chad um, came on and he had "Dancing Queen" by ABBA just because it pumps <laughs> him up in the morning. So you know, I mean, take it wherever well, you like. I, I got to say this real quick so that the wife will love me for all time. <laughs> I talked to uh, Bomber yesterday. He, uh, he will play "Sandstorm" when I request it now. <laughs> in his. In his uh, and his DJing on Friday night. So I, I want you to know that my wife's favorite is Sandstorm. So that's the kind ah. of progressive, cool guy, uh, people we are. And I like I like dropping that in. It's always good to uh, to give the wife her props. Happy wife is a half happy life. All right, where are we going? Somebody raise their hand. Who wants to go first? All right, yeah. so um, I'll go. Uh, so one of the things on my playlist I've been listening to a lot recently is the Coffee Song by Frank Sinatra. Because just like that old school fun jazz. So like I'll just be wandering around listening to that. Um, and then the other one I've been listening to recently, I'd have to say, would be, um, hmm, I'm gonna, I've been listening to a lot of Elton John recently, so I'm gonna have to go with Honky Cat. Ah, that, that was, that, that's a repeat on a, uh, podcast guest playlist. Honky Cat, yeah. Yeah. Chad, I listened had, Chad to, had it on his too, I think. I listened to that one because it just like, I don't know, it's like kind of fun and like hypes me up. So I'll just be like grooving around to that one all the time. So uh, Don Rickles, who was an insult comic mm-hmm. back in the day, he was a lounge guy in Vegas and he's sitting there one night and Frank Sinatra comes in from the audience and uh, he goes, hey, Frank Sinatra's in the house, Frank. Make yourself at home. Go punch someone. And everybody's just looking at Sinatra. Everybody's just looking at Sinatra, and Sinatra started laughing. So that's how Don Rickles, uh, Don Rickles, rose to to fame. I, I love like. Don Rickles. I listen to him all the time. Oh, he's funny. Yes, very very funny. Well, for me, um, one of the songs that I, that, I, that came to mind actually was "Minute by Minute" by the Doobie Brothers. And ah, mm, there's mm. a call. And I love that song just for a lot of reasons. But the reason why I chose that song today for the playlist was because this whole experience has gotten more and more surreal minute by minute as we've gone along together with this whole, you know, nuclear door city thing. And the song always comes to mind when I think about this whole experience. Uh, and then 
The second song um, uh, that I was I was going to choose is "California Roll" by Snoop Dogg. Um, it was from an album that he put out a few years ago called Bush that he did with uh, Pharrell Williams. And it's just a fun, the whole album is just basically weed songs, basically. <laughs> and just being honest, that's what it's about. And it's the greatest, most fun, just like kind of funky, fun sounding album. And I just love listening to the song in the mornings when I'm getting ready. It's the song that kind of gets me pumped up for the day. So, yeah, that was why I chose that one. Ah, uh, very cool, and it all brings it, brings it home, brings it together. Because mm-hmm. at the crawfish boil, it was day three hundred and sixty-seven <laughs> that Frack Slap has not smoked the pound of weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her- oh, go ahead. Oh yeah. no, I'm sorry. I was just setting my phone down. Ah, okay. The uh, Permian, you got a song, or uh, have you fallen asleep? But, by the way, real quick, no, you're setting your phone down because I'm watching you on Twitter, like, live right now. Uh, it's, it's amazing to me. Exposed. Who's got your Oh, phone you were live spacing this? I'm, uh, no, yeah, I don't I'm, have spaces, permissions, but I may or may not have been doing a little bit of tweeting. Ah. Um, oh, he is. He's tweeting live right now. It's crazy. I'm sorry, Permian. I cut yeah. in, but Chuck, I was like, how Chuck is GW like, liking my shit? Yeah, Chuck still doesn't follow me. I'm only tiny bit really? offended. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Hang on. I'm your star guest here, Chuck. I came all the way from Vegas for this, and you don't hey, look even at that. I, me? I do. I'm nice. You know. He might yes. be tiny, but before Those before people before people heard his voice, he had like 20 followers. I had 65. Yeah, whatever. Then were, I heard. Then people then heard me joined, speak. I think you joined one of my Twitter Spaces, and then it was just rocket ship yes. rocket in popularity. Yeah. Once I uh, once I joined Spaces, um, I I was I do I interact as much as I can with my followers because once again I hate my job, so I tweet constantly while I'm at work, um, but. I uh, I interact with them a lot, and I told them, I was like, on Monday, you guys can start submitting questions for a 300 followers Q&A. We're at about 350 as of right now, so I have to start planning for 500 Exciting. next. Nice. Yeah. Chuck yeah. keeps staring. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I would look up, and Chuck is just, like, peering me in the eyes. And it's like, are you wanting me to speak, or are you wanting me to he's shut up? He's treating it like it's a real pitch. <laughs> it was a real pitch. I, I know. I'm, 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 I'm not saying it wasn't. The uh, okay, you have been tweeting this whole time. Anyway, <laughs> the, he's just built different. <laughs> uh, that's what John tells me all the time. Well, I think I'm it's sure a... there's an ointment for it somewhere. <laughs> Vocal Hopefully. surgery. Exactly. No, we would never want to lose that voice. That that's that's what makes I, I had people. Golden. They would. I was of course drinking margaritas all day yesterday. I'd be talking to people. People walk by. They, then they'd stop. And they'd be like, "You're you're GW," and I'd be like, "Hi." <laughs> it, it was awesome. I enjoyed it. You're really you're really you're really living riding high off this. Well, yeah. because like I I've never had that happen before. So for me, it's just so different for people to walk up and be like. You're GW, right? And they shake my hand. And firstly, it's been years since I've shaken a hand because COVID. Uh, but I just, it was fun. I enjoyed it. We'll get you through frat rush next week. <laughs> <laughs> cute little tie. Did, did, did hey, it's GW. Well, gentlemen, this has been a lot of fun. Well, I mean, yeah. I've enjoyed it. No, it has been a yeah. lot of fun. Good luck in prison. Are <laughs> <laughs> you any good uh, security lawyers? <laughs> None that will represent you. <laughs> I, I, I was advised there are a couple of countries in the Middle East I should travel to after this. I, I have uh, rights to live in a country that does not extradite. So Yeah, he was going <laughs> to so take me there. <laughs> escape plan is ready. Escape plan's been ready. I'm not scared of prison anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're big spoon. I can see that. <laughs> now, ju- just for perspective, Ethan is uh, about six foot eight. And so when you stand me next to Ethan, the size difference is ridiculous. And there will be pictures on Twitter to prove it because it's just hysterical. Like if I stand behind Ethan, you can't see me. <laughs> and and a portrait of courage and strength is that middle button right there. And now it's able to hold that. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, this has been fun. Yeah. Thanks yes. for coming to Richmond. Yeah, thanks, thanks, for, thanks, for, thanks for having us. Thanks for having, thanks for having I, us I and just... listening to this insanity. Exactly. <laughs> it's not insanity, Rob. We're building something. Yes, we are. I forgot. We're, <laughs> sa- we're saving the world. 
The beauty of this for me is any sort of curiosity I had about joining that spaces has been beaten out of me now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? You should... (laughs) You should give it another shot sometime. Yes. Exactly. Let's let's we'll talk see. in five years. <laughs> I, in I, five years, Chuck will say this was the defining moment of his career. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Either because T- he's... Tell me about the beginning of the end, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Either because he's homeless or because we did something. One of the two. Oh, well, we are going to do... I promise you, we're going to do something. Oh, we are. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to quit my here. job for this. Stay tuned. <laughs> Cool. Um, go. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, so so we don't have anything currently to sell. Uh, we we are going to have shortly be be um, selling merch <laughs> just just because everyone's you know been interested in getting it, but we're going to be doing it a hundred percent at cost. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're not going to make any money off of that. That's that's not the point. There are too many people trying to make money off selling shirts on Twitter. So we're just going to be doing it at cost because so many people have requested it. Um, but and y'all were kind enough to give me a shirt. I well, wore mm-hmm. it. I wore it for a while at the party yesterday. Yes. Um. Uh. Chuck and steak changed at the same time, and I had not had enough margaritas to witness that yet. So. <laughs> I didn't, was think a she, I didn't think she'd actually do it. I thought, oh, I'll then do you, it if you then, will. Then oh, you've shit. not interacted with her enough. She, <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah. I have to go to the airport with her, and I'm a little nervous. But, uh, <laughs> mm. I, 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 it's steak or Canadian men. You take your, yeah. Yeah, your poison. I, <laughs> but, yeah, that's true. So, so, Chuck, since we're not currently selling anything, I think Permian had something that he wanted to shill, if, if you'll allow it. Oh, shill away. Bud, you gotta stop uh, pissing and turn your mic on. Although finish first. Wait, I forget what, what were we talking about last night. This was a couple. This was like last week. We were talking about the podcast, and you you said you had something you wanted to promote. Since we're not se- since we're not actually selling anything as a company yet, we are pre revenue. You said you had something you wanted to promote that was near and dear to your heart. Wasn't it the oil charity? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We were talking about trying to uh, help out with the oil field helping hands. Ah, very cool. Yeah, no, we have energy credit, skilling, cynic. Fermian, I think you were a part of it. Quick Draw was a part of it. Actually raised money for uh, for oil field helping hands because uh, no doubt 2020 just sucked mm-hmm. for, yeah. uh, for everybody out there. And so... Yeah, no, very cool of you to uh, to shill that. Although we shouldn't call it shilling. Not right? shill, promoting. Promoting. Yeah, promoting. Shilling is what I do to try and get a job. So <laughs> there we go. We'll do that. Well, guys, y'all were great coming in. Thanks for hosting Thank us. You, yeah. if, you, if, if Chuck ever offers Thanks. to host you, you like fly across the world for that. Don't, oh yeah, he is an incredible host. Yes, he's the yeah, kindest, most amazing host. person. Just. Don't don't let that opportunity pass. He's by. extraordinarily hospitable. Like I, I was surprised. I thought he was going to be like, "Oh, you're that fucking weird guy off Twitter, aren't you?" And that that never. Oh, happened. I said that behind your back. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I wasn't going to say that to your face. Yeah, come on. Oh, okay. It's, it's well, kind of like the crawfish yeah. escape. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Good to have you on. Thank yeah, you. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you. Thank you. Ugh. Thank you.